Well, a very good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to another episode of Matt and Dan in the house of... Quack! Exactly. No, welcome back. Welcome <laughs> back. Hello. So you can be watching us, of course, on our, on our Facebook page at MNDHQ. That's at MNDHQ. Or watching us on our YouTube channel. Just type in Matt and the House of Quark. You'll find us there. Or you could be listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker, and of course, oh, this always happens to me. There we are. Overcast and Pocket Casts as well. Wherever you're listening from or watching from, hello. Hope you're well. Hello. 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 Right then, so um, today, of course, is episode 19. Yeah, we're on number 19 now. We've nearly... Glad you knew that, because I lost count at this point, uh, to be honest. I know. <laughs> episode 19 already. Yeah. I remember when we started this. Yes. And um, I don't know, I just didn't think we'd get this far, I, with this many episodes. It's, it's mm. amazing how many things there are to talk about Star Trek. And I'm sure there's plenty more, the things we haven't even covered yet, you know? So yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy, like, so much <laughs> stuff. So um, today's episode, as you can see, uh, our viewers, people who are watching, this episode's about Lower Decks. Uh, so Lower Decks, because me and Dan have been praying for this for ages and ages and ages, and finally, they give yes. it to us. They finally give it to us <laughs> on Amazon waiting. Prime. Uh, I watched it over the week, well, last weekend. I watched it over that weekend. I watched it, I think, the Friday and, and the Saturday. Um, but yeah, what we're going to talk about, so me and Dan as well, just to make it clear, we haven't discussed this at all, actually. This is the first time, because sometimes we end up talking about things and then we end up, you know, talking about more about it <laughs> before we even get to the podcast itself. So we already know what we're going to say. But yeah, this if, we, time, if we could record our phone conversations, then that I, I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this time we decided not to, uh, well, not to discuss anything. Whether so we have no idea. For I know Dan loves the show or Dan hates the show. I have no idea. Okay, yeah. so this is what is going to be interesting about this episode. Uh, so, of course, we're going to talk about the, the theme because uh, we always say that one of the most important parts of a Star Trek uh, series is, of course, the theme and the opening credits. Uh, we're going to talk about the ship itself, the, the main ship of uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. Uh, the characters, uh, the characters that, of course, we interact with throughout the series. Sorry, so I had a quick message here. All right. I think that's off Nick. All right. Hello, Nick. Uh, Nick. <laughs> Um, okay, we've got characters, uh, key moments uh, within uh, the, the series that we saw, anything we want to we talk about. Um, we also want to ask the question, does Star Trek work as an adult cartoon? Does it actually work as an adult cartoon? And does it fit the franchise or does it fit within the Star Trek franchise? So there's some of the questions there uh, we'll be discussing. And also, does it fit the franchise? Right then, so let's get started. So we're going to get started now uh, with the theme tune. Before we do, actually, let's take a look at where uh, Lower Decks fits in uh, from the Star Trek timeline, because I think that's important as well. So yes. we got right at the top there, of course, we got Star Trek Enterprise 2151 uh, to 2161. Right at the bottom there, of course, we got Discovery Season 3 with 3188. And Lower Decks fits just between Voyager and Picard with 2380. So the year 2380 is where it fits. So, yeah, so post-Voyager and pre-Picard era. That's where we are now. I didn't realise, actually, it was so long before Picard. Like, that's, what, 19 years? Yeah. Picard, so, 
yeah, that's. I believe as well. I mean, someone could argue I haven't included the films on this, uh, and we will oh, be yeah. doing a podcast on the films at some point. We will, we promise. But all I want to say is, I think as well. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone? I'm sure, you you know someone. If if you think I'm wrong, please to correct me in a message or whatever. Uh, that lower Dexter's, I think is situated just after Nemesis as well. I think yeah. it's after Nemesis and before Picard. I think it's just literally sandwiched between the two there. Right then. So let's get on with the theme tune. The theme tune. Write the theme tune. Sing the theme, theme tune. tune. <laughs> right then. So the theme tune. This is Star Trek Lower Decks intro. Here we go. then so that is star trek lower decks, lower decks theme so what do we think about that one then right <laughs> i was very very pleasantly surprised uh okay. when, I, when i when i first heard the theme tune well when i first heard the theme tune i'm like am i am i watching star trek next generation um <laughs> and then i was like am i watching the original animated series um, it kind of, to me, it, yeah. it sounds like, especially the intro, it sounds an amalgamation of like the next gen theme tune and obviously the, the animated theme tune, mm -hmm. uh, the original animated theme tune. Um, sorry, I've also got a message. Um, uh, the animated theme tune and also the original series theme tune as well. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised because I wasn't expecting it to be an old show. Sorry. I wasn't expecting it to be that. Um, mm -hmm. I was very pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Just, and it, it, it is a Star Trek theme tune, like, like we've said before in previous uh, episodes about you know the other theme tunes, like the, the all the instruments are the same, the way it's composed. And I was very, I wasn't expecting. I was, I was expecting something like you, you know how like you know. The, Family Guy theme tune, or like uh, right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was expecting because <laughs> it's an adult cartoon. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's perfect. I love it. It's perfect. I, I but, felt it was one of the most Star Trek themes we've had for a long time as well. Yeah, <laughs> for the me, discovery. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's, it's for me. It's better than yeah. it's better than the Discovery theme tune. And yeah, better than Picard's theme tune. So I love yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah. But you're I, right, completely right. Yeah, I love as well because obviously we know it's set. You know the era of Star Trek. It's it's set in, but I love as well 
Um, it's brought back. Uh, I'm not sure if Captain, um, sorry, if the Picard series had this. I can't really remember. But one thing I loved about it, what I, I did pick up on, it brought back the blue font. You know the the yes. blue. Yeah. yeah, it brought that back, and to me, that was just nostalgia there, just bringing back that that blue that blue front. And I know all it is just some writing, but I was like, that's the Star Trek writing, you know. That's uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. That, you know. <laughs> Um, I just thought it was, it was you know, it, it was funny, you know, um, obviously the Cerritos was like, you know, Cerritos, sorry, Cerritos, 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 yeah, was obviously flying, yeah, it was obviously flying through its space and like crashing into ice and things like that and, uh, you know, so it, it had this sort of like seriousness with like the theme, like you said, the theme was very Star Trek, it was very like, you know, uh, you know, to boldly go and all that, very serious, like, like next gen, and then it, it still had this nice sort of like this comedic effect to it as well, where they just like crashed into things. You know, you saw, I don't know, it was quite, I, I found the Borg just looked funny. You know, I <laughs> mean, the Borg cubes. I'm glad you picked up on that. I quite yeah. liked the fact that it, it turns up to a Borg battle. The yeah, yeah. Omulans are battling the Borg and they just turn around and go yeah. the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's what I mean. And yeah, it was just, and just that sequence, it's just brought back so many memories that it's just, just hilarious you know it's it was nice to watch yeah like it like like you say it brings back so many you know nostalgic moments from like you know you've got like you know the voyager theme tune you've got voyager going through space and it's yeah, like, yeah so it's that but with like you say with with a very good comedic effect it kind of sets to the tone well it's a serious star trek show but it's funny like, yeah yeah you know exactly what it's going to be. I like it. I like it when the um the alien is like attached to the back of the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's his eyes. It looks at you. You know, is it's it? the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Watch okay. it again towards yeah. like the the eyes. Watches it eyes. It looks at the camera. If that makes sense. Okay. Uh, yeah. oh. It's funny. Oh. Um. Yeah, it's great. Like you say, very funny. Uh, I, I agree with you though. It, it was a surprise, I think. It was, um, I, I, I didn't know what to expect, to be honest, but it, it, I think it was exactly what was needed. It was, you know, it, it, it was that, it was like a, a salute to the golden era of Star Trek, wasn't it? It was, it was a proper TNG Voyager DS9 opening yeah. away, you know, well, especially the theme tune, you know. Yeah. And so. that's, that's what we wanted. We wanted mm -hmm. a continuation from Voyager, which is the golden era it, it is kind of like you know continuing the golden age i guess mm -hmm. um, with a banging theme tune like i say for me i i prefer it over discovery yeah and, yeah and, and picard for me as well actually yeah I, I do yeah definitely right then so we're gonna move on now to our next bit okay so here we go right then oh there it is <laughs> Okay, so of course we just listened to the theme tune now, and uh, now we're going to talk about the the actual ship itself. So it's a California class ship, and uh, it's called the USS Cerritos. Now I do know before, um, well, before Lower Decks even was was even launched, uh, there was a lot of criticism actually about the design of the ship. A lot of people went as far as to say. Yeah, I mean, people went as far as to say like it wouldn't function like that. The, 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 it, it, it doesn't make sense. And I, my argument is, well, it's a cartoon. 
know. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's some people, I, I guess. You know. <laughs> I didn't know it had criticism because for me, it's a very cool-looking ship. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently a lot of people was not happy with it, you know. But then, you know, like, you know, when you know people who people who hate Star Trek the most are, are Star Trek fans, as we know. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> um, I mean, no, I I like it. I I think like you said it is very cool shape. I think it's something different. California class as well. Um, from what I've read, I mean, California class now has its own page on um, you know, on on the on the website on. Uh, What's it called? Alpha? Alpha, yeah. Yeah, on the... Um, <laughs> yeah. It has its own page on there, and it, it talks about how the California class is known to be uh, quite a... Well, well, quite 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 a bad class, actually. It's known to be quite... Uh, not very sturdy, say. Um, right. the, 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 the class of ship is, um, is it's, not very, it's, not very, it's not a very good ship, anyway. Which I think is great, because at the end of the day, this is a comedy. Uh, yeah. We need to remember, you know, that's the yeah. it's not supposed to be they, the enterprise, or you know. <laughs> yeah, they pick up on that actually, don't they? Obviously, yeah. with, it's always sort of throughout the series. One of the things is it's always sort of something going wrong or something's breaking. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it, it is generally is known as a really bad class of ship, um, and which obviously works fantastically for comedic value for uh, for lower decks. Um, also, yeah, being a California class, I did notice because I picked up on this. Uh, the only reason I know that I'm not obviously I'm not, not from this, the United States, but I, I noticed uh, the shuttle um, craft was called Yosemite. And yeah. Yosemite is a is a mountain range, isn't it, or something in California, or somewhere, I, or mounting itself. I'm not sure. I think it's a river. Actually. Or is it a river? I know it's something in California. The only reason yeah, I know is because. Oh. Um, Apple name all their operating systems after like like mountains and you know landscapes in California. That's all the only reason I know that Yosemite uh, I mean, is one. <laughs> Yosemite, it might be a mountain, but I, I think it's a river because I think um, there's a shuttle called the Yosemite in DS9, and yeah. Um, yeah. one of the other shuttles in DS9 is called the Orinoco, and I know Orinoco is a river. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. Actually, yeah, yeah. That's the only yeah. thing I, yeah, I picked up on because I knew that there's some relation to California and obviously why it's called the California class. Um, I'm sure there's lots of things you'd pick up on if you were from California. Mm. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. Because we're not obviously from California. We don't know, you know, <laughs> you know certain things that uh, they would understand. Um, but yeah, like you said, I, I, I don't know what with all the criticism. I think um, it's just a... Uh, it's just a ship, you know. It's but it, you know, I I I guess I can understand that you know it has a weird shape and all that. But like again, it's it's not meant to be a perfect ship either. It's, it's the California class is known to be a bad class. That's the old the whole point. It's like the Red Dwarf of Star Trek in a way. It's meant to be a bit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Not a bit pants. No, I mean, a bit uh, you know. A bit pants. <laughs> like yeah, 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 you know, or a bit tacky sort of thing. You know, that's the that's the whole story. The, the, the whole point of. Um, the Cerritos, isn't it? So um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it still looks nice. I mean, I'd be happy with something like that, like a poster of that on my wall. I think it looks quite cool. Mm. You know, I see no problem. It has, I mean, what I like about Star Trek is each kind of part of the franchise has its own unique ship, obviously different class ship. Obviously, you know, Voyager is an intrepid class and, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, TNG is, you know, um, 
galaxy class. It, so it in, introduces us to a new class of ship, which I love. I, I love looking at different classes of ships. And, um, but also, like, so it's a new class of ship, but it also, there's a lot of similarity, even though it is a different and new design. It, there's a lot of, like, the saucer section is very much like the Enterprise, in Picard's Enterprise. You've got yeah, the, yeah. the deflector dish that looks like the Enterprise, but it's designed differently. So it's quite, for me, I love it because it's it's new, but it's also got old bits as well. Like, yeah, that's cool. Fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree with I, that. I prefer it to, um, like, if I was to pick it again over Discovery, I'd pick the Cerritos in my opinion. But yeah. It, like I say, I, I just love it because it introduces us to a new style, new class of ship. Um, and uh, yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. Um, it, it, it looks like something that would be part of a lower decks, you know, mm -hmm. it, lo it looks quite basic and quite, you know, lower decks. Yeah, down. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the show is lower decks, so I guess. Yeah, it's it's bottom of the bucket sort of thing. Yeah. I, I know it sounds awful, but you know what I mean. It's that sort of thing. They are, yeah, they yeah. <laughs> it's like you're you're hoping you get posted to the Enterprise, which is a yeah yeah ship, but you get posted to that. Exactly. I guess this so this would be the ship that they would all be talking about, you know, in the academy. Like, oh, you do you don't get the Cerritos, you get the, you know, you're stuck there forever, or, you know, it's a terrible ship to work on. She doesn't even move properly, and yeah, I can I can see it being that. It's the yeah. It's the underdog, isn't it? Yeah. The thing I want to say about the ship, though, I don't know if you picked up on this, but like you know, throughout the series when they met other ships, mm -hmm. every other ship seemed to be a California-class ship. Yeah, I know. Is that yeah? <laughs> like, they, they didn't just stop making others then. Um, <laughs> apart from apart from the last episode, obviously the Titan comes and that's uh, yeah, yeah. But um, that's a different class of ship, but. Yeah, all Starfleet just kept making those style of ships. <laughs> but the Cerritos was the bad one of the bunch, I guess. Um, but yeah, like you say, I, I don't get what the fuss was about. I like it. It's a very cool ship. It's you, you know, you look at it and you go, yeah, that's from Star Trek. Um, yeah. It's not a it's not a bad it's not a bad ship. Not no, bad. not at all. Um, I, I love the bridge as well, actually. I don't we haven't talked about the bridge, like how the bridge no, is. Oh yeah. You know, it's quite it's quite spacious and quite sort of. It's a very good looking bridge. Do you know what I mean? Actually, I did find, yeah, the USS Cerritos. Um, well, actually, no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of Discovery now. Actually, I'm, I think now I'm, I'm thinking of, um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. You know, on this, I, I got off topic of, but you know, on Discovery, did you find this one scene, and you think, wow, Discovery's so big, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know, I know, I've got off topic now. I probably cut this bit out, but yeah, you know what I mean. I was just thinking that. That was great. Those bridge is a massive. I know. Massive. It is I know. Too, it, it's almost like Discovery's bridge is too, <laughs> too big. But They're you like know, half a mile away from each other. <laughs> but the, the cargo, the, the cargo ship, um, the yeah. cargo ship, the cargo um, deck on Discovery. You know the bit. I think it's a bit with with Book and he's like fighting and stuff. I thought that was like on a planet for ages until I realised they're still on Discovery. Do you know what I'm on about? And there's like this weird. I know what you're on about. Yeah. Yeah. But, and yeah, which is weird. Engineering is really small. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I know we got off topic now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll probably yeah. cut this bit out. But I was just thinking, I was like, hang on. <laughs> but um, I love the interior. The interior yeah. reminds me a lot of um, of Picard's Enterprise. Yeah, um, and I love as well, like you've got um, 
I mean, this is more part of the show Lower Decks, but like they, they have like bunk beds rather than like quarters. Uh, but that's obviously because they're just Lower Decks. They're not. Yeah, which is something in a way I sort of related to because um, to be honest, I kind of related to this show more than anything because I've been working on a, on a ship. I sort of get it, like the whole like, you know, the, the vibe between the senior officer team and like the crew. And it was like seeing them all like in bunk beds and things like that. And, you know, having less privileges and things like that. And it, it, it did sort of, as for me, I was like, oh, I actually, in a way, weirdly, I, I, I get it. Like I, I sort of, you know, I can relate to this, you know, for me, yeah. was, you know, so yeah, I know, yeah. No, I, I I like the Cerritos, definitely. I think um Yeah, good thumbs up for Cerritos. Yeah, we 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 like it, okay? If you don't like it, well that's up to you. <laughs> right, and so we're gonna get into a bit more now because I think we started to get in, you know, started to fall into the next bit, but we're gonna talk about it now. Uh, and that is the main characters. Um so Ensign Mariner, Ensign Boimer, Ensign Tendy, Ensign Rufford. Oh, Rutherford. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Rutherford. Rutherford, yeah. Rutherford. Um, Rutherford, yes, yeah, that works. Rutherford. <laughs> but can I just state as well, I did put their first names underneath them, and there's a reason for that. It's because I felt like I couldn't call them by their ensign names, or their surnames. I had to call them by the first name because of their rank. Like, I saw her as Beckett. I saw him as Bradwood or Brad. I saw her as Devana, and I saw him as uh, Sam or... Some Sam Nathan, apparently his full name is. Right? I didn't know that. I thought it was <laughs> <just> Sam. <laughs> so, um, and the reason this, I felt it's because it's not like, you know, Picard or Kirk or, you know, Janeway. These characters are, uh, well, they are the lower decks, aren't they? They are the misfits. They are kind of like, I don't know, more like average people, if you know what I mean. They're not, they haven't got titles yet. It's such, I know they're ensigns, but they're not. Do you know what I mean? So that's why me personally, uh, what I'm going to talk about them now, I, I don't know about you, but I, I feel like I, I'll just call them by their first name. Because to me, that made more sense, just call them by their first name because of their rank. It is a good point, actually. I mean, uh, personally, it's not something I, I thought of, but um, you, you're a very good point. I guess what... You, is kind of obviously they even though they have a rank because mm -hmm. they're at like the first rank rank kind of goes out the window they don't they're not they're all, they're all the same rank aren't they? yeah so i guess that's why they were you know they're not as formal with each other yeah you know yeah no no that's a good point the word formal really stuck out for me then because i guess it's kind of like they're not as um you know, we, we see them more as their social selves, that makes sense. They're more of like, yeah. you know, they're a friendship group, aren't they? It's kind of yeah. like a, you know, like if we saw, like, let's say, a cast at the Inbetweeners on a starship, that sort of thing. You know, yeah. they, you know <laughs> they they are literally, they, they say the misfits, the Inbetweeners, they are, uh, you know, we, we see them obviously in their work life, but we focus on their social life more, isn't it? It's that sort of thing. It's not like their professional life as much. You know, they, they are all about their young Obviously, they're a young cast. That's the idea. They're a young crew, and they're they actually, you know, they're fresh from the academy, and they're out to have a bit of fun as well, aren't they? They're not there obviously just to work. They're obviously there to have a, have a bit of fun, um, mm. which they can do because because of their lower rank. Um, I mean, I I thought, you know, um, I found Brad quite funny. Um, I I you know, 
Um, I like Brad's. He reminded me a lot of there's another science fiction, um, like adult um, adult cartoon on Netflix. Um, I can't remember what it's called now, but it, it reminds me of that something space. I don't know. I can't remember. But yeah, it was very just the whole geekiness about him. I liked it. I liked it, and the whole awkwardness and how he he has so many ambitions to like be the best and really impress the captain and work his way up the ranks and everything. But he's, yeah. you know, he's still the same rank as all these other ensigns, and they're there. They seem to be there more than all relaxed and there for, especially Beckett. Obviously, Beckett, as we find out, obviously is actually the daughter of the captain because Beckett, she, uh, well, she plays around with it, doesn't she? You know, she, she's a very talented crew member, Beck, as we find out. She's very good at what she does, but she, she doesn't care. <laughs> you know, she just wants yeah. to have fun. I guess she just wants to, you know have a laugh whereas yeah, just Brad yeah and, and that's why I love the contrast whereas Brad obviously is like no no you know we need to be serious we need to work our way up we need to you know I want to be an expert card or whatever you know and Beckett's like why you know and he live once sort of thing which I, I love that contrast. I think I love their relationship I think it's great you know and it's open for so many you know comedic um you know values as well throughout the whole thing I think it's brilliant yeah yeah, they do. I their friendship is something I really enjoyed watching. Um, you know, I, I I like that. Um, I like that. Yeah, he's like kind of the straight guy who like wants you know he he wants to do everything properly. Um, and then like she she kind of just messes everything up. Like, I think there's like an episode, isn't there? Like when he he's going he he um gets the responsibility of um escorting a Klingon to the embassy or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to do this properly," and then it turns out that she's going with him, and he kind of messes it up, and she kind of messes it up, and mm -hmm. it, it, I like that sort of yin and yang relationship that they have. Yeah, um, I like Boimler. Yeah, he's very funny, very funny. I he reminds me a lot, I, I, and I was quite when when I first heard him, I thought, "Is that um, Andy Samberg uh, voicing him?" Um, but it wasn't, obviously. Do you know who I mean? Andy Samberg, the guy in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, sounds, it sounds a lot like him, anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. It kind of reminds me, have you seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, I've seen one or two. I've never really, one or two episodes. Like, I've never really... Watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's really yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, he kind of reminds me of um, Andy Samberg's character in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Kind of, um, you know, loves his job. Wants, yeah, you know, yeah. Kind of also wants to have a laugh as well. Very serious about his job, mm -hmm. but wants to have a laugh. Um, yeah, I love it. I, I love him. Um, but my my favourite is um, Ensign Tendi or Devana. I think she's just hilarious. She makes me laugh. <laughs> she yeah, makes me laugh. it was she's quite just... nice seeing an Orion as well. Just being an Orion, you know, not being a uh, you know like the the Orion women that we're used to seeing. I guess you know. I, I, for some reason, I didn't pick up on the fact that she was Orion until like later on in the series. Yeah. No, I know. What I you mean. Yeah. she was a green alien. And then I was like, oh, she is. Bloody hell, she's, a, she's um, an Orion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love the bubbliness of her. And she just, she just wants to know everything, wants to, you know, be everyone's friend and just, but also very, you know, she kind of, she's kind of like the, the Tilly, I guess, of, um, Lower decks for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was quite interesting because there was a lot of bits there where, um, obviously, I think it was one of the, the last two episodes where Beckett 
basically calls her a slave or something like that about, about uh, Devana. Yeah, like a yeah, or, no, that's yeah. the um, Holodeck episode, isn't it? Where... Yeah. But then uh, I, I do like that episode, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, she and, and she sort of takes that to heart, doesn't she? Like she doesn't want to, to yeah. be associated with that, which is quite interesting as well. It made me think about, you know, um, is that something they're going to discuss even further about, you know, are the Orions and that? Is that like because obviously I know Discovery went further, and obviously with how women are depicted, as in Orion women are depicted, obviously, um, with um, with that character obviously being a very powerful woman. Well, I know obviously we discovered in Enterprise they were in charge all, all the time and all that. You know, that's getting quite complex now. But what I'm trying to say is they yeah. were they weren't wearing, you know, they were wearing clothes finally, right? You, know, yeah, yeah. you know, that's what I'm trying to say. And you know, Devanna seemed to be very um against that. She didn't want to, you know, discuss that. That's you know, that's like, oh no, we gotta talk about that, you know. So I thought that was interesting. Um yeah, she no, just I, makes them smile. She just yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like. It. I was gonna um, say no. I, again, I know I I brought bring up again, but I I called them by their first names. I think because I just I don't know what it is. I just felt like they were, like I said, it's just to me. I just I just find it difficult to 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 call them by their ranks for some reason. I just find them they're just so young and innocent, and you know what I mean. Just, I know what you mean. I I I, can't, <laughs> I, I mean I I didn't I didn't I yeah. didn't um sort of think about that before you mentioned yeah. it. Now you do mention it, so I, I kind of, I, I agree with you. I, I, yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, my no, favorite, I, my favorite demand, uh, Devana bit is where, where she makes the dog and calls it the dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just things like that. It's like, hey, the dog, and just refers to it as the dog. Yeah. yeah. She's really funny. She's really, I, I love her. She's my favorite, I think, out of those four. Okay. Okay. And then obviously we've got Sam. Um, Sam, I got actually there was something you said the other day that actually reminded me of him because I actually read it in his voice. You you have a tendency on, on Messenger to say okie dokie. And um, I actually read it as him going okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tendency. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. I love it. I think he's great. I, I do like him. Um, he kind of reminds me of like a, a young data, but like with more personality. Yeah, he's, he's like part human, part android. Is he? he's got I think he was. It, it, it's an implant, isn't it? That's what I get from it. It was implant. It, it's something to do with a uh, Vulcan implant or something as well, because there was there were times where he would lose like his emotions and stuff. I remember the first two episodes or something. He kept losing yeah. his emotions. Um, I found it. Yeah, I mean. Again, you know, like the whole young thing. They were, in a way, they were like, I know they're not students, but they, they kind of reminded me of students. Like, for instance, Sam wanted to obviously help Devanna or something or hang with Devanna. So he actually tried to change his department, you know. In, yeah. and, and I found that interesting. That's, that's such a kind of like a young millennial thing to do, like change, like, you know, your department or to just for talk to a girl or something. I, I, I really, I found that really funny as well. Like, you know, like he, he tries out for all these different departments. He ends up being good at security because of his implant can make him, you know, obviously a good fighter. Uh, in the end, obviously, he ends up going back to, you know, uh, working in engineering because that's obviously what he's good at. You know, that's yeah. why he's he's there to do. He's a very good engineer, it, it seems. Um, but I, I just found him, yeah, he was very, like you said, 
I, I think he's quite, quite, he can't, you know, obviously quite a smart guy. He works in engineering, but he's, he's very lovable and very, I don't know, just quite quirky at t- times. And I just, quirky is a good word. Yeah. 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 And that's what, I mean, that's why I think they, they gel, he gels more with Tavana than the other two. I think you've got Beckett and Bradwood who gel very nicely together. And yeah. then you've got Tavana and Sam that gel very nicely together. And in the four of them, they're all friends in the four of them, but they've got, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, it's like, yeah, yeah it, it's one group, but it's also two different groups, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I think he's great, and I, I, I like the episode where he um, has like the he gets the. I think it's is it the last episode, the one before, it might be the one before, um, where he like gets different modes, and he has like a he has like a British mode, and he's like, oh, right, then what's all this? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, um, he he has different yeah modes and like um, I'm just trying to think of some others that he has. Uh, but um, I just, I love that I love that but it's very Star Trekky that he has that. Um, and uh, yeah, I think he's a great character and um, a good engineer. Yeah, good engineer. Yeah, I just, I just realised his, his name is actually is is Sam Manthan. Sam, Sam Manthan. Yeah, I thought it was Sam Nathan. It's Sam Sam, Sam Manthan. American. Yeah, Samantha. that's probably um, that's quite that's. I mean, Samantha. Sam's, Sam's a good Sam's a good example. Obviously, it's quite a, it's it's a non-gender uh, name if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I guess that's more of a masculine name for it. I guess for Samantha. Sam. Yeah, but, but yeah, then, I, I mean, for 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 these uh, main cat, I mean, I think they are they are definitely the the lower deck team, and I think. Um, they they work perfectly for what they you know need to be so definitely yeah these are that said these are the lower decks so yeah i mean you've got a lot of elements from each one of them really i mean you've got beckett who's kind of the rebellious one who kind of she's kind of i kind of see her as the you know how each group has like a ringleader i guess i guess then she's older as well yeah 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 she does get promoted but then doesn't want she doesn't want it does she no no i know yeah she likes being lower decks she likes being lower decks yeah she um She's kind of like, for me, I kind of see her as like the main, well, not the main one, but like the ringleader, kind of like, um, kind of like uh, if we talk about in between, she's kind of like the J. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you've got Boimler, who's just like very awkward and sort of, you know, uh, he's kind of like the will. <laughs> um, yeah. But then, and then you've got the, you know, the happiness and the bubbliness from the banner and then Sam's just like, yeah. He kind of reminds me of you a little bit, actually. It's kind of like, um, well, you in college. Not that you've changed since college, but all right. Just friends with everyone, uh, Sam. I think. Yeah. I mean, like friends. Friends with everyone. Um, Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like what you said about him. He's very lovable, and he is like. Yeah, I can imagine everyone, you know, shining to Sam sort of thing. I think Brad would be quite difficult at times because he's. I can imagine Brad being very awkward. Whereas Sam is very quite, you know, laid back. Okie dokie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but I guess, sorry, go on. I was gonna say, no, I guess I I think this is a is a great cast. I think what's great about this as well, um, I mean, I guess maybe you could argue Beckett's is, but there's no real sort of main character as such as well. That's why I really liked about I mean Beckett, I guess sometimes is sort of the main character we follow yeah. 
yeah, uh, yeah. but it's not though. It's kind of like, uh, like I said, this they they are they are they're all you know protagonists in their own right. It's all it is all their story. It's it's story of the lower decks, isn't it? So that's mm-hmm. why I I really liked. But it wasn't like like for instance, Discovery became the Michael Burnham show. Obviously, yeah. Picard is well, well, you know, it's named after him, Picard. But mm-hmm. this is you know, this is this Michael is <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is this is you know. These are the misfits of Star Trek, aren't they, really? And that's why I love yeah. the underdogs. They are, you know, and that's why I, I, I love about them. That they are the, they're the quirky gang, you know. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I warmed to them instantly. Like as soon as you know they were introduced, I, 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 I warmed to them instantly. You know how like some shows it took, to, like Discovery, for example. Discovery is a really good example. It does take you a while to sort of understand the characters and sort of um, like them and. Yeah, but, but yeah, with these yeah. characters, I instantly clicked with them. I was like, "Yes, this is a good group of characters. I want to see what they get up to." Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> well, we have got more characters talking. So, obviously, you've got the senior office team as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I thought it'd be interesting to discuss this one. So, Lu- Lieutenant Shax, uh, of course, who is security head of security, who is uh, Bajoran. Uh, Captain Freeman, of course, she is the captain right at the front there. Hello, Captain. Uh, Commander Ransom, uh, of course, who is uh, her number one. And then Dr. Tiana, of course, Dr. Tiana then is the, uh, well, the the medical doctor on board. Um, (laughs) She's a cat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, well she, that is the why that, that does the what I love about the fact that she's because that is the, the Cation race, isn't it? And the Cation race obviously is was introduced in the animated series. And that yes. was um I've got I think I've got her name written down here somewhere actually. I always get her name. Um so yeah, the Cation race, which was Ah, here we are. Oh, we are Emre, Emrez. Sorry, Emrez, Lieutenant Emrez, wasn't it? Uh, Lieutenant Emrez, who was um, like a lion. On, yeah. Which it was quite interesting on the animated series, actually, because the because Emrez had this weird. I don't know. It was just me being strange, but I felt they they tried to make her look sexy in a weird way. <laughs> like I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but I just I it was just. What you're saying, yeah. It was just the way, like the shape of her and stuff, and her hair and her eyes, and and the way she spoke as well. She didn't. She seemed to purr a lot, actually, didn't she? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so um, I mean, I, I, and you know, there was the Cation race, so of course they were like a like cat people, and they. I'm thinking of David yeah. Bowie again. No cat people. Um, which is a David Bowie song, Cat People, <laughs> but uh, maybe it's about her. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, it's <laughs> um, it was like a salute to that. It was, you know, because everyone, because I think a lot of people, uh, may, or maybe it could just be me, when I think of the animated series, I always think of Lieutenant Emery's, uh, and Lieutenant Emery's being, you know, the, the, the cat woman, and I, I think bringing back sort of the cat character is, again, you know, it's just saying, oh, yeah, remember. Ten Emrez, or we got our own cats. We are our own Cajun on board, you know, with a lower deck. So uh, I, I love how they brought that back. I think definitely was for you know animated series fans, definitely. And also, it kind of um, because it is a cartoon. You can't have like you know a cat being on the ship as a doctor. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, it wouldn't obviously work in. No. I know Red Dwarf has a cat, but like he is a human cat, isn't he? Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. Actual cat type creature isn't she 
Um, so yeah, I love that. She reminds me of a lot like, um, I know we're talking about Discovery again. She reminds me a lot of the um, the, uh, the grumpy engineer in Discovery. Do you know the one I mean? Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. In the, yeah, uh, yeah. She kind of like that. She kind of, she doesn't, she's quite grumpy and quite, um, yeah, doesn't take no shit. Yeah, but true. She's yeah, yeah. yeah. She's quite grumpy. Um, but then I also love that she's just very like, um, sexual she she obviously goes after the bajoran security guy it's just like it's just so wacky again is that a reference to emres because like i said i found emres i and I, I don't know if i sound weird anyone you know please tell me if i do but i i think they did try and make it sexual, <laughs> you know yeah. in a weird way so i don't know if it's too, <laughs> you know <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, Lieutenant uh, Shaxwell, obviously, the Bajoran. Um, I was reading something that someone brought up about how the fact that he got to wear his Bajoran um, religion, um, obviously, his earring, his religious earring thing, you know, mm. the prophets and all that. Yeah. Because, um, obviously, uh, apparently, I'm trying to think now, you know, in TNG, um, one of the characters was Bajoran, I think, gets told by Captain McCall to take it off. Because not Anton Rowe. Rowe Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, it's her, isn't it? Yeah. And she wears I, it anyway, doesn't she? she I think she? she does, but doesn't he, he tell her there's a scene, I'm sure there's a scene where he tells her to take it off. So that's quite interesting how, you know, is that supposed to be how finally the, you know, the Federation has accepted, you know, uh, religious uh, headgear and things or, you know, a facial gear, as in, as well, there, there is a scene, um, I think it's one of the first episodes, in the background, there's a crew member who is Sikh and is wearing, obviously, like a turban. And is working, and and it's interesting. And in lower decks, is it? I'm, I'm sure that. it's in lower decks. Yeah, right, oh, but it's like right at the back, right at the back somewhere. Like oh, someone's right. just working, and I'm sure they're wearing like a a, a turban, because uh, you know it, it's. I'm sh I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure in TNG there's a moment with Picard and he tells her to take it off, and it's like it's not part of uniform. But it's like, well, surely that's wrong. You know, it, it doesn't matter what you know. It's part of the is a religious attire sort of thing, isn't it? So I think that's another thing. The lower decks is sort of say saluting to um, the Star Trek, I guess, uh, you know, uh, ideology of like, um, you know, equality and everything. And obviously equality with religious practice where it does, of course, with uh, Lieutenant Jack's wearing his um, Bajoran um, earring and obviously that crew member with the turban on, you know. That's, I, did, I, uh, I'm, I didn't... Um... I'll have to go back and watch. Someone, I read this thing online. Someone pointed it out, like, then I saw it. I was like, oh yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't see it at first. I'll be honest with you. And then I said, oh yeah, he's a person with a with a turban on. So yeah, you know. I like him though because you kind of look at him and go, um, oh, he's a big, you know, big security typical sort of burly man. But then obviously he's got his religious thing on there. He's at, and he's quite a, you know, a sensitive character. Um, you know he. Yeah, you know I mean, he, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. the typical security. He obviously he's you know big and menacing, but he's not the typical sort of. Yeah, mean. yeah. And I love oh, that because I love Bajor, and I, I, I mean, I, I love DS Nine. Obviously, mm -hmm. Bajor is one of the main. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I, I love that he's Bajoran. I love that they brought that back. Um, you know, more Bajorans. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I, I I do find when they do that when they bring like Bajoran characters and things into other Star Trek series and then you automatically think of DS9. Do you know what I mean? I I love that it unlocks that. It's like you think of like you said, uh, you know, 
in DS9 next to Bajor, uh, next well works with all the Bajorans and all that. And you think about their culture and the prophets and and I love that. And I think you know only people who've seen DS9 and uh, and like me and you've seen all the Star Trek um, series can can relate to. So I uh, yeah, again I, I I do love it. and it's just something simple of just literally him having that in his ear and it's great. Mm. Um, Captain Freeman again, nice strong powerful captain. I thought she um, yeah, I thought I I mean for for a, a ship that is known not to be the best, I think she. She comes across a very strong captain. I know there's that one episode that's really funny, isn't it? The one where she gets them all to, you know, to to work around the clock, basically, isn't it? Everything's oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> brilliant, that is, you know. And I love that Boimler just is, that isn't phased by it and just does his yeah. tasks <laughs> to the clock anyway. And everybody else, apart from him, is, you know, scrambling around. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they haven't I got buffer time. She, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's great. I think she's a great character. The fact that obviously she's, you know, like we've talked about before, she's a female captain. She's a black lady in power. Yeah, yeah. Is important, obviously, with, um, I think, Kamala Harris is the new vice president of the American. Yeah, the yeah, US. Kamala Harris, so yeah. Kind of, I guess, you know, uh-huh. mirroring everyday sort of, um, you know, the real world, if that is correct to say. So, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, think she, I think she's great. Um, I think she's a great captain. I love her. I think she's I, I can see a lot of Janeway in her. I don't know if you'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, I know what you mean, yeah. Especially towards the ship, actually, because like you said, you, you said about it, you know, she even though the Cerritos is the, you know, the crappy ship, she, yeah. she because she, I think it is the last episode where it's getting rebuilt and like the person doing the rebuilding is like, oh, do you want these extras and stuff? And she's like, yeah. nah, nah, yeah. I keep it as it is, uh, you know, I hate it when it all comes out shiny and, so <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah. and janeway you know janeway obviously we know loved her ship and i think it's the same with captain freeman i think yeah definitely yeah. and then commander ransom of course uh her, her number one um i i listen, he was i found him like a proper lad sort of character you know he he thought he was god's gift sort of thing mm-hmm. um i think it worked really nicely though um Kind of remind, reminded me a bit more of a, an awkward Riker, you know, awkward, kind of like Riker, yeah, 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 right. I, like, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. it's like he might, he's like kind of based on Riker, but he, he's not, he, he's not, he's nowhere near Riker. He's like, you <laughs> no know, way. but he's like kind of based on that, you know, he, he's supposed to be strong commander and all that, but he, well, you know, it. He's actually quite bad at his job, isn't he? So I think he's, he doesn't. Really yeah, you kind of look at him and go, "How did he make?" I know, yeah. <laughs> you kind of look at him and go, "He should be at least, you know, down there with the lower decks." I don't. Know. <laughs> Which uh, I, I don't know, again, I loved. I thought it was again just brilliant for comedic value. I think it was just hilarious. Yeah, you know this. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah for senior office team because it was quite weird. Cause I was I was quite interested in how they were going to work with the senior office team because obviously I knew it was going to be the captain and all that, but I knew it was going to be centered around the lower deck. I was like, how are they going to try and focus it more down the lower decks than obviously on the bridge? And I don't know. I think they managed to balance it out nicely, I think, actually, you know, with the two different groups. Because definitely two different groups, you know. Yeah, and I like the fact that the focus is on the lower decks. And, yeah. And it's quite nice that they they show their interaction with the senior officer team, but keep the focus still on them, on the yeah, yeah. sense. Yeah. It's like, kind of, there's things like, oh, I'm going up to the um, conference room, you know, you know where- um... Oh yeah. 
where Devanna has to like clean the conference room. She's like, oh my God, I'm going up to the conference clean room. Clean the cat be- Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's things like that. It's like, you know, they get it, excited yeah. because they have a bridge or whatever. And it's it like, made oh, me think clean. about like, you know, like um, TNG and all that. And, you know, they obviously are characters then in the background who do them sort of jobs, you know, cleaning the conference room and probably do get excited and and I thought that was it was just great in a way it was like you know because obviously we're not I mean you know we're, we're just Star Trek fans we're not uh you know head of security or captains or anything like that but I think you know to, to see I know it's it focused on these you know these lower deck people I felt like I could I don't know, be part of that a bit more. And, and it's like, oh my God, I'd be excited too. I've got to clean the conference room on, on the Enterprise or something. You know what I mean? It's just, which I, I thought it was great. And it was just funny. It was just so funny. Yeah. It's kind of like, do you know, this is a stupid example, but you know, like, were you ever in school? Oh, were, were you ever in school? Obviously, I was, yes. Um, <laughs> did you get to school? Um, you know, like, if like a teacher gave you an important job or you have to go up to the head's office to deliver a note or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know there was a time um, in a, in school before I moved to Wales. Um, like we each, like every every week, um, mm-hmm. somebody would be on like register duty, and you have to take the register back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it it changed every week, and like obviously there's you know, I know thirty to a class, and you'd wait for your turn, and when it got to your turn, it's like yes, it's my responsibility now. It's my turn to take the register back. Yeah. I'm trying to say it's kind of like that. yeah I know what you mean yeah 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 and when you think about it the job is quite well all it is is just taking a wrench back you know and yeah yeah this, this, that, that's the yeah. example I can think of yeah no no definitely no I like that example that's a really good example yeah definitely no, I like that <laughs> right then shall we uh we move on uh, okay so of course uh we just talked about the ship and the cat the characters uh the key moments within lower decks well for me, I think it had loads of chemos. I think Lower Decks really uh, was just, um, well, it was just full of Easter eggs, wasn't it? There was loads of things to discover. Yeah. I felt like I was being inundated with, like you call them Easter eggs. I, I just, yeah. you know, saw them as um, sort of references. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, um, things for fans. I, I, I was just like being bombarded with references and it was like, ah! You know, it, it was um, like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, yeah. For me, it was interesting. I, I wonder how like a non-Star Trek fan would find Lower Decks. Because there were things that I was laughing at, you know, like she'd reference something to do with Picard or Janeway, and I'd laugh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I think, like, can a person who's not a Star Trek fan, like, enjoy this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's all... It was loads of it, wasn't it, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's loads. Like, um, I think there was one episode where Boimler did, um, described, like, a really good-looking other person as, like, um, uh, a James T. Kirk Sunday with Trip Tucker sprinkles. <laughs> and I loved that. I, I thought that was really funny. But like you say, nobody would understand that. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, because it, it, it referenced the original series and it referenced Enterprise, yeah, so. Um, but, I, yeah, I love, though, like, I'm glad you picked up on Easter eggs because, for me, that was, like, the key moment. Just, you know, as a, as a Star Trek fan, that's what we wanted. We just wanted more Star Trek, and they were just giving us yeah. new yeah. Star Trek, but also referencing old Star Trek, and it's like, oh, this is so yeah, good. Yeah. I, yeah, just bombarded with different bombarded with loads and loads of Easter eggs and references to to start it. See now that that this is the thing with me as well. For for key moments was, I think 
it went further as well, lower decks. I mean, for me, lower decks, I was I was debating to myself. I know it is, but whether or not we can still call it canon, right? Because obviously, number one, I know it's a cartoon, and I understand the animated series was a cartoon as well. But I was thinking to myself, but it's not really the same as in it's obviously it's a comedy. You know, it it's in a way, it well it does. It takes it takes the Mickey out of Star Trek, doesn't it? That's what it's all about. It, it is, you know, it's a light-hearted version of Star Trek. So in my head, I was thinking. But is this canon? And it makes it canon. Like, it actually forces it to become canon. Obviously, I understand we have, you have the Q obviously makes an appearance. But again, I still just like, all right, yeah, the Q, Q could be anywhere at the end of the day. The Q is the Q. Yeah. But then, obviously, when we had uh, Riker, obviously, comes into the picture. Mm. And I was like, oh, Riker, yeah, and, yeah and, and Troy, of course. And I was like, uh, Deanna Troy. And I was like, oh, wow. Um, so this is actually, you know, they, they, they've made it clear this is definitely the prime universe. And, and you know, then they really pushed that. Now, I don't know. Me, personally, I was very... Uh, I don't know. I wasn't sure whether or not I was happy with that or not. I don't know. I liked it. It made me laugh. Don't get me wrong. I, I loved it. But for me, Lower Decks could still be canon without touching that much of the prime universe, as in having characters from TNG, you know, or maybe just having... Video, you know what I mean, or not, not because what I mean is uh, Riker was actually there on their bridge, didn't he? At some point, you know what I mean, and he was actually interacting with the characters. And as we know, Riker is not a cartoon character, you know. He, he, and I, I don't know about you, but I, I just found Lower Decks could have just been like where it is, you know, a big, nice Star Trek comedy show with all these Easter eggs, blah blah, and it still references and blah blah blah. But it didn't necessarily needed to have Riker on there it didn't I, I personally felt it didn't really need that uh, and was that just to make it canon do you know what I mean I know what you mean I agree and disagree yeah I agree with what you're saying is like it it, it could stand up on its own without having the need to mm -hmm. it could still be a Star Trek show without having Riker and Troy in it yeah yeah I disagree because personally i loved seeing Riker in cartoon form <laughs> yeah no I, I said i found it funny I, I i really did um but for me i i don't know it was the was the reason behind it though was just to really make it canon you know because really we could see lower decks as a separate thing you know what i mean and it, and it could be seen as that because in a way lower decks i mean could in some respects be seen seen as a parody of Star Trek because it is a comedy. It is making fun of something. It's making fun of Star Trek. It's not a, your your average Star Trek show, is it? It's not you know DS Nine. Yeah. It, it, it's a it's a it's a comedy. You know, I mean, it yeah. has a character in there called Badgie from the you know. Uh, <laughs> I love Badgie. I love. <laughs> you know, I know it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. But this is what I mean. I'm like, but. I don't know. It, 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 it's it's lower decks. You know, it's it's very the odd one out. It really it, it does fit in. I think I'm sort of kind of answering that my that last bit now, but I, it does sort of fit into you know. But it's I don't know. It, it's just I so different fact, as well. Yeah, I think the fact that there is a cartoon, it has to be funny because it, I mean I can't mm. really think. You might be able to think of one. I can't really think of a cartoon that's not funny like the simpsons but that's still funny do you know what i mean well you had the animated uh, series i guess oh yeah yeah that's a good point you know actually. so i mean i know that well well i i found that was quite quite serious the animated love, series yeah uh, the, yeah i mean the animated series mm -hmm. is serious yeah yeah that's, but I, that's I, 
my mind for a moment. But I, I think that Lower Decks was, you know, it, it was basically the Star Trek's equivalent of Rick and Morty or Family Guy or South Park, I guess. You know, you know what I mean? It's, it's that sort of thing, which is great. It, it, it's, it's it, you know, it, it's for people like you and me, basically, because we, we're, we're the only ones who can watch it, really, because we actually understand the jokes, you know. I, I do think you show it to someone else, they'll be like, I have no idea what's going on. You know, what are they talking about? You know, yeah. why are they referencing all these people I've never heard of, you know? But for us, it's, it's hilarious. But this is what I mean, is Lower Decks is like a parody of Star Trek, but it's not. It, it, it was, they really are forcing it to become canon and, and part of, like you said, by having Riker in it. Um, so and I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not knocking it, by the way. I'm not saying, oh, I hated that. I'm just saying, I don't know. It's, it, it's a weird one because... I mean, it's all these Star Trek fans now online all saying it's not real Star Trek. And I'm like, but it's it, it's a comedy cartoon, you know, I don't understand. But then is it because they're making it canon they can't accept it? I don't know. If, if it wasn't canon, you know, if it was just seen as a parody making for the Star Trek, would it be, I don't know. I think would I it think be more accepted, say, I don't know. For me, it's, it's Star Trek making fun of itself. Yeah, yeah. But it's still canon, it was, isn't it? Yeah. I think if it wasn't if it wasn't Star Trek, then mm. if it was somebody say if it was like Seth MacFarlane or like um yeah, if it, say if it was like you know Robert Robot Chicken or whatever making yeah. fun of Star Trek, then I'd be like, no. But I think yeah. because it's Star Trek making fun of itself, I think personally I, I think it mm-hmm. it absolutely is. I think it's it's a light hearted Star Trek. But I agree with you in that I don't think you could watch it without having seen some sort of other Star Trek before. Mm-hmm. Um, but t- I mean, taking the Easter eggs out, yeah, I it would it would still stand up on its own without yeah, the yeah. Easter eggs, um, because it's just just how the um, they still go to planets and do you know yeah second, yeah yeah they call it a second contact, but they still go to planets and meet other species and they have you know, battles with aliens uh-huh. and, like, um, you know, stuff like that. I mean, in, in the opening credits, there's, like, a ball fight. It, it, mm-hmm. It's still... It, you've still got all the elements of Star Trek. It's just... I don't know. I, I don't know. I think, what, <laughs> I think what I'm trying to say, it's like a parody. It's, it's like a parody, but it's it's actually Star Trek, if that makes sense. So, like... Well, what I mean is, like, all right, let's say the Orville is a parody of Star Trek, but we can see that is a separate, two separate things, yeah. Yeah, obviously, because yeah, yeah. they're not in, you know. Whereas this, it's like a parody because it's a comedy. It's it's taking the Mickey, you know, like like I said with Badgie on the holodeck and and all this, and and it's funny. It's like, oh, that's funny, you know. But then it's like actually part of Star. Like, I, well, I mean, it, it's become part of the Star Trek franchise, as in. You know these events actually will affect the Star Trek timeline. You know what I mean? Right. Which I find interesting. It is is it's that interesting it? to think about? Yeah. It, does it ruin it? Does it not ruin it? Yeah, it's, sorry, kind yeah. of, it's kind of it's bittersweet, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the question does start at work as an adult cartoon. I, I, I think yeah, it does. I think it's brilliant. I think it's a perfect, you know, setup premise. For adult car, like I say, it kind of reminds me of Red Dwarf. It's that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, Red Dwarf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the setting as Lower Decks. It. I don't think it would work if it was like a senior bridge. No, no, no. I I agree with you on that. Yeah. It has to be a lower. That's that's what's funny about it. Uh Is they are in the Lower Decks. 
you couldn't have you know you couldn't have it as bridge crew or like um do, do, no. you know what I'm saying. no i know exactly what you mean yeah yeah and but like i said does it fit in the franchise i i i'm i am saying yes and no if i want to say i i'm gonna because i yes it does because it, it obviously does i mean because obviously you know it was a night it was a nice way of getting the queue in there and and riker and all that but I say-, to say about the queue actually oh yeah what's there i was quite underwhelmed <laughs> Were you expecting I was to be expecting, in it more? I was, yeah, well, I was expecting... I mean, we've done a podcast episode on it about yeah, Q yeah. Like, every Star Trek has a Q episode. Yeah. And like you said, a Q can be anywhere. Q can be in the cartoon world. Like, he mm-hmm. can make himself as a cartoon. Because I, I, when I... I mean, we kind of ruined it for ourselves by sort of seeing, accidentally <laughs> seeing that he was in it. I yeah, expected yeah. it to be a Q episode, but it wasn't. And I was like, oh. No, I know... I mean, whether no, in the I, future I agree. Though, but, yeah, I, I, I'm glad that John Delancey voiced it, but I was like, oh, well, I was hoping to see more of Q. And they dressed him up in like, um, it was it was an Easter egg back to the Q in exactly, in, yeah, in Next Generation rather than a new journey. You know I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, that no. I was, yeah. I mean, I, I still liked seeing Q, but it, I still felt it more of an Easter egg as I would have rather it be. Uh, you know, a Q episode rather than mm-hmm. what it was. If that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I actually agree. Actually, I thought it was a bit uh, could have done more with that. I mean, it was quite funny to see him at the end, and he's like, "Ha ha, I'm Q." And then Beckett was just like, "Yeah, whatever." And you know, I quite like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did quite like that. Go and talk to Picard. You know. <laughs> yeah, oh, Picard. I liked yeah. his. I liked his joke actually. He said something like, "Oh, Picard's always." Um, Making wine or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Um, so yeah. yeah, I mean, I still like seeing Q, but I, I Yeah, no, and again, I, I like seeing Riker as well. I thought, you know, because Riker even commented on the uh, the, the, the you know the, the Cali class ships as well. You know, being bad and all that. Uh, you know, are they strong enough or something? I think he says, you know. So it, it, it's yeah. You know. And I like that he was captain of a Titan because obviously yeah. it's set just after Nemesis. I mean, as we know, after Nemesis, he does go and take mm-hmm. command of the Titan. So yeah. kind of, that, that is kind of canon, you know. Uh, no, that's what I mean. No, it, and it, it works nicely as, you know, as canon. I, I think what I'm trying to get at is that it's, you know, it's not made like a regular Star Trek show, as in it is like a, it is a comedy program. That's what I'm, I think I'm trying to say. You know, it's 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 weird it, it is but then i guess as lower decks being about the misfits and you know the the underdogs lower decks itself is like an underdog sort of series you know it's uh it's the quirky you know weird one you know that's just you know part of the star trek universe which again i think works nicely actually maybe maybe we need a change you know <laughs> changing something yeah, so I think because we we're now obviously living in a time where we're so used to seeing cartoons like Rick and Morty or like yeah, um, yeah. South Park or Family Guy, I mm. think it wouldn't work as a serious cartoon as much. No, do you know what I mean? Like you know how the animated series was a serious cartoon. Yeah, uh, but they didn't have things like Family Guy or or American Dad or you know uh, mm-hmm. King of the Hill or you know all the others. 
yeah um, yeah i guess it's quite now. nice yeah it's nice to say that we've got our own version of that now as well isn't it again yeah. you know, as, as trekkies just go like oh we got lower decks it's quite nice that i guess we've got our own you know uh, our own sort of step in that world as well you know as well as obviously being a science fiction we've also got a step in that sort of adult adult cartoon you know realm as well which i think is quite cool uh, it'd be interesting how you know will this link to Star Trek Prodigy as well? Will they try and link it in somehow? You yeah. know, so that'd be interesting as well. Yeah, obviously... From what I've actually, yeah, I, I think um, I accidentally stumbled on some Trek news by the way regarding oh, Star Trek. Yeah. Um, I think because I think uh, I don't know if Kate Mongrew tweeted it, but she'd obviously finished Prodigy, but I think she confirmed that she'd already started recording stuff for season two of Prodigy already. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah. Oh, wow. But it'd be and that news I sent you the other day regarding Picard. Oh, yeah, we should have done a track. Yeah, I forgot about track news. <laughs> oh, no, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. There's some track news for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little bit of uh, track news. Um, <laughs> so um, what were we talking about before that? Uh, yeah, yes. I think you know. I said I think that prodigy would be a, a great way of seeing how. I think what was that? What I think what is happening is basically the Star Trek universe, kind of like Doctor Who, is sort of branching out in different ways, isn't it? I mean, Doctor Who obviously mm -hmm. had its series, but then obviously it branched out with um, you had Torchwood, which was a bit more for like a mature audience, wasn't it? You know, and then you had J. Um, what's, what's her name? Sarah Jane Adventures. Sarah Jane Adventures obviously was on uh, CBBC, wasn't it? It was obviously more for a younger audience. So and the I, Doctor did turn up in Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. So Sarah Jane was... Kind of the other guy, uh, Matt. Yeah, exactly. So they, they were all like canon, weren't they? They're all connected yeah, yeah. to each other, you know? Yeah. So I, I guess, you know, in a way, that's what Star Trek is doing. You know, kind of like it's, it's doing a Doctor Who thing, really. It, it's sort of stepping into these other sorts of... Um, I guess audiences or you know ways of well you know like uh, it's it's got obviously obviously normal Star Trek as we know you know and then also it's got like this more mature adult comedy part of Star Trek as well uh, mm. like lower decks and then it's also going to have you know the the kids for Nickelodeon or Prodigy so I I think you know which is still all part of the same you know universe is still canon. But I guess maybe it's just a nice way of sort of branching the franchise out a bit, which maybe yeah. maybe it I, needs, you know. I think it. No, I think you're right. I think. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it is nap time to you know branch out. But I going back to that, I, I wouldn't show a kid cut uh, lower decks. Not lower decks. No, I think lower decks is just for. Uh, whoop. <laughs> it's just for us. Oh, your mic's falling over there. There we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was me. That was I. Uh, <laughs> pulled the lead um what was i saying yeah so definitely um so yeah does it fit in the franchise i'm gonna say yes no it does fit in the franchise i i do i i loved it i have no i'm not criticized i'm just saying you know my my, my point my point is did they try and really force the canon stuff on it with you know the use of Riker and all that it did and was that needed i don't know i'm just this is maybe it's just me being uh, too analytical. <laughs> I liked that last. Yeah. Liked that last episode though. That last episode was like mm. really exciting. Um, you know, obviously with them, obviously with the Titan coming in and uh, the, you know the, the the ship grappling them and sort of tearing the ship apart and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I, I did like it. I and I, I also, like I gotta say, I, I found it really funny. Actually, I I was worried about whether or not I was going to enjoy it. I'll be honest. I don't know, and um, I did. I I think because I think there's a lot of build up to it. That's why we, me and you, obviously. We knew about Lodex, I think, like a year ago, you know. Mm. So we knew mm. it was coming, but we didn't know what to expect. So I mean, I think I remember us talking about it in one of our first yeah. episodes here. Actually, you know, it's coming and blah 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 and whatever. Yeah, so. and then it's finally here on episode nineteen. <laughs> yeah. And, um, well, we've had to wait because we're in the UK. <laughs> yeah, and and that as well. So we had to try and ignore people posting things on Star Trek Facebook groups and whatnot, and. Yeah, and I always say I I was satisfied with it though. I I, I was I I thought it was it was really funny. Uh, that said, but the only thing is I I, I think is it, it really is only for Star Trek fans. It'd be interesting how many views it actually gets on like Amazon Prime and all that because I apart from Star Trek fans, I I can't imagine oh. your average person just watching it because they. I think though. I mean, people that I mean, you get. I mean, I uh, people who like. I mean, you've seen Rick and Morty, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't, you see. So mm-hmm. people who like Rick and Morty but don't necessarily like Star Trek could watch mm. this because it's like, well, it is kind of like Rick and Morty but Star Trek version. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, no, def- yeah, it is, yeah. So even if, I mean, because not a lot of, let's say, so not, you know, I mean, Star Trek fans are quite a niche group, you know, you know, we are mm-hmm. geeky or nerdy or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Everybody has their different tastes, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't really like, um, well, I don't not like it. I, I prefer obviously Family Guy to American Dad, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's just people's tastes, but I think this kind of bridges the gap between people who like things like Rick and Morty and that kind of not mm. offensive nature of cartoons, but you know, that kind of like edgy sort edgy, of uh, show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like a Star Trek version, so I guess it in a way it does bridge the gap between those people who don't necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I you guess, could like everything, but... Yeah, I guess you could argue maybe it would introduce people to Star Trek as well, maybe. You know, people who watch this and go, oh, um, it's quite funny, and then actually go, oh, um, you know, the original series or TNG's on Netflix, mm-hmm. I'll watch that now for a bit and see what that's all about, you know. Yeah. But I, I don't know, I think the only thing is, I think if it was like Star Wars, I think Star Wars would be more, like, accessible for people, because I think Star Wars just has... Uh, I don't know. I, I think most people just know about Star Wars. I think as as references. I mean, you haven't got to be a Star Wars fan. I think to you know, everyone knows Luke. I am your father, or everyone knows yeah. Darth Vader. Everyone knows you know what a Jedi is. You know, mm. and people people can reference that. I've never seen Star Wars. Do you know what I mean? And probably still find it funny, or they've watched it once, or they've watched one film. Whereas Star Trek, I think, is a bit. It was a lot harder. Because I guess they, they might know Captain Kirk and stuff, but then when they start referencing, you know, like um, Trip and all that from Enterprise, like, ooh, you know, <laughs> like, you know. In fact, I just remembered another one. Um, I think it's, um, I can't, it's at the end of like one of the early episodes in Lower Decks where they're like, um, uh, it's kind of like in the, Boimler uh, does something and he gets like a maneuver named after him. He's like, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Boimler maneuver, and then I've got like a statue of him, and then like she changes it to right now. Let's talk about the most important person ever in Starfleet, and it's like Chief Miles O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember that bit? That bit made me yeah. laugh. No, it, it was like, um, no, it wasn't a, a maneuver. It was like, um, 
was it like the method or something like like not working method, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. the, the whole was, buffering and stuff yeah that is the episode yeah right yeah okay, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the most important person in Starfleet, Chief Miles O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, no, and I laughed at that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and I, I was thinking in my head, I was thinking like, but would anyone else get understand? Or you know, if people don't know who Chief Miles O'Brien is, they're not gonna have a clue what they're talking about. Yeah, and, exactly. and, I, and all I could think in my head was like, you know, all these different like living rooms of like all these Star Trek fans laughing, and then these people who doesn't really know Star Trek watch Lower Decks and going. Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah. okay. Well, it, is he, it, it is definitely for fans. You're right. It is definitely more for fans. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, I I loved it. I think it keeps Star Trek fans occupied. It keeps us, you know. <laughs> um, I there was more episodes actually. Yeah, um, me too. I I mean I don't know if they're gonna if they do a season two if they do more episodes, but uh-huh. yeah. I really want to go watch it again if that makes sense. Yeah, because I, I, I feel like there's a lot of things I missed out as well. I think um, there's just so much. Oh, there's just it, it is literally just like a like a a whole like I don't know. There's just so many Easter eggs, so many references. It's just a collage of you know Star Trek Easter eggs everywhere that you just need to find them all. I feel like I want to find them and write them down and like try and see who can find the most. Like you know what I mean? It's just so much in there it's just that, that's it's a brilliant. podcast i was thinking this yeah. in the bath last night actually um because right. I watched, like i said to you i watched i watched the last episode in the bath last night um you could do a whole podcast episode just on the easter eggs yeah no definitely uh, no maybe that's the thing we need to do we need, like watch right. them all and try yeah. and make notes and see uh who can find the most easter eggs so tonight like, matt have a bath yeah. watch lower decks watch lower decks find the easter eggs uh, I was going to say something else, but it slipped my mind. Um, but also, from watching Lower Decks, I also, I don't know about you, want to go and re-watch the animated series because it, it, it did make me want to watch the animated series again. Yeah. Uh, no, same, yeah. Oh, also, it, it did reference the original series, didn't it? Because they go to that planet and it's a deal, you know that episode where the computer takes over the planet? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, and he yes. even has, like, Kirk and Spock on, as cartoon form. Yeah, 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 could, yeah, yeah. I got excited at that bit. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, there's an, there's not just Cat Person, there's also another alien I noticed from the original series, uh, the animated series. Uh, but I, in the animated series, is, you know the episode where um, Boimler and, um, uh, is it Devanna, the Orion girl? Uh, Devanna, yeah. Yeah. It's the dog episode where they go onto that ship because they're like they're going to that planet for therapy. And like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the captain of that ship is like that alien with three arms. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the animated series as well, I'm pretty sure. He is Lieutenant Annex, I think. Let me double check. I think it's Lieutenant Annex. He, yeah, it's it's like a weird alien thing (laughs) with. yeah, free arm, isn't it? I know what you mean. Hang on, I, I need to have a look now. You made me uh, think about it. <laughs> I go, yes. Spark right. your imagination. Spark my imagination. Okay. I think I think it's Annex. I yeah. think it's Annex. Whilst you're doing that, though, I just, like, yeah, so, so just seeing him and, like, and from just from watching Lower Decks, it does make me want to watch the animated series again. Yeah. You know. I've still got a pet on my tooth. Uh... 
definitely, yeah, free arm. I probably was hang on, Star Trek, free arm, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, animated series. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Um... Did, did you pick up on that joke about the TOS, actually? Um, where is, is, is the commander talking to the captain and he's, and he's like, um, she's like, what do you mean the TOS? Oh, that's what I refer to as, um, you know, Kirk's days, the old, the old something. I can't remember the joke exactly, but did you pick up on that? What was it, sorry? Basically, there's a scene in one of the episodes where um, they're talking about like Kirk and Kirk's era and he refers uh -huh. to it as TOS. But fans know it as the original series. They they refer to the original series as TOS, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Captain yeah. says to the commander, "Oh, what do you mean by the TOS?" And we think he's going to say the original series, but he he actually says the old something. I can't remember the what the S stands for. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. No, I do. Yeah, no, that does. Yeah, I do remember something like that. Yeah. We yeah, need to look, do an episode on the eight Easter eggs. That's, yeah, that's I cool. I think so. Cause it was, <laughs> it was just so much, and and I the thing is though, you can't. It was one of them things, I think, yeah, you needed to watch it more than once. But I think that's where they were clever, really. They, they made it so you wanted to watch it again because yeah. you obviously were going to miss things. Um, hang on. Oh, yeah, so RX. Is it RX? I think it's um, Lieutenant RX. He's uh, Ed, Edotion? Edotion? They, it's so the planet Edos. Yeah, yeah so, like, I do know. I was going to say, I didn't really think about it, but yeah, it is. It also, it's got the one you're talking about, your character, uh, Osler from the Oz, no, specialist from the Osler. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, it's the same same character. So I'm, I'm just reading things now. You were saying. <laughs> well, no, I, no, I was just chuntering, really. It's just, yeah, so seeing him just again, I'm just, I want to go and watch the animated series again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And um, like I said before, the, the 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 theme tune has aspects of the animated theme tune in it as well. For me, that's how I heard it. But, yeah. yeah. No, I, I I agree. Yeah, I actually yeah. they go into Division fourteen, aren't they? Division fourteen is where they uh, the, yeah at the farm where they the go. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then um, because in that episode as well, you've got the um, people in those sort of wheelchair things that Captain. Um, Captain Pike was in, you know, with the. Yes, yeah, yeah. Beep, beep, beep. One for yes, beep two for no. Yeah, I know what you mean. And they turn up on the farm and like they're in, but they've got like a Hawaiian shirt over the machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's they they they're on the Osla. The Osla's the spaceship. Sorry, the Osla's the spaceship that they're on that goes to the farm. Um, yeah, and then obviously then they. They have that. This, yeah, all the girls and the staff then who's like giving them drinks and massages and stuff like that. And then obviously Brad wants to take part, but he's not ill anymore. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, do you think that whole um, episode as well was kind of uh, a reference to Enterprise as well? Obviously, with that episode, you know, when the um, transporter goes wrong, you know, that the guy who invented it the, and his son. Yeah was one of the first trials and his son gets stuck in there and they get his son. Do you know what I'm on about? On That's Enterprise. the same episode, isn't it? Uh, on Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Brad gets stuck on in the... The son goes wrong, isn't it, in the transport? Yeah, 
you get stuck. That's why he's all blue and stuff. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, is that a reference to that Enterprise episode? You know, when um, they meet uh, the guy who basically invented... Oh, yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember the episode you're on about now. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Because that's all I was thinking of was that episode when, um, when that was going on. Yeah, it was just so, yeah, so much, so much. Riker references um, Enterprise in Lower Decks, doesn't he? Because he, like, he turns up on the time bridge, he goes, oh, sorry, I'm late. I was on the holodeck watching Enterprise. Man, yeah. did they have, man, did they have a tough journey getting from there to here or whatever? <laughs> yeah, which, which is interesting. Was that, you know, was that supposed to be, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, does it really state what ship he's on when, um, you know, at the end of Enterprise? Is that actually following up from that? Because obviously Enterprise finishes as a Holodex episode, isn't it? Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think. That. Yeah, is it that? Because then he is—he's with um, uh, Deanna Troy as well, isn't he? I think when they—they're observing uh, Archer. Oh, but actually, yeah, when they're observing Archer and stuff, they are technically still aboard the Enterprise. They are on the Enterprise. Yeah, that's all I could think of. Was yeah, obviously a reference to that. A lot of fans didn't like that, you know, with Enterprise finishing like that. They didn't like that at all, because they were like, you know, well, it should have finished on them on the Enterprise characters, not, you know. I being... like that episode, but as a, I, as, yeah. as a fan, yeah, I can understand why fans are. I think that the thing is, I think it works now. I think at the time I can understand it being annoyed, but I think now, you know, like, yeah, yeah I think because Enterprise was like, so we, we always say was hated, you know, for years, and then eventually now it's been accepted. You know, it's it's. I love, it. I love Enterprise too, but I do think it's one of them things. Star Trek fans just can't enjoy things that are new, yeah. and then eventually, I mean, I just I just think of that um, Simpsons meme that you sent me with um, groundskeeper Willie. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Star Trek fans and Star Trek fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, goddamn yeah. Star Trek fans, they ruined yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is really true. Right then, I think, um, wow, I think we, we spoke, uh, well, a lot today, which has been great. A, uh, a brand new Star Trek show, Lower Decks. If you haven't seen it, I mean, we did, we, I mean a lot of spoilers in this, of course, but uh, go and watch it, definitely. It's definitely worth the watch. Um, if you're listening in the UK, you can, if you have Amazon Prime Video, um, it's on Prime Video. Um, other than that, I don't know. I think they have CBS, don't they? Or something in the States. Is that what it is? CBS streaming platform thing? I don't something know. Like All access, yeah. isn't it? CBS. All access. That's actually, yeah. I think that's actually changing to Paramount. Um, ah, okay. Yeah, I, I read somewhere that Paramount has bought it. Uh -huh. or ah, okay, cool. We'll yeah. Wait and see. Right, so thank you everyone for listening uh, to episode 19 about Lower Decks. So remember, of course, if you're watching us at MNDHQ on our Facebook page, it's at MNDHQ, or you could be uh, watching us on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Please as well subscribe and hit the like button. Also hit the bell as well. Hit that bell. It will notify you uh, when we do have any updates. Uh, listen, to, or you could be listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker, of course, Overcast and Pocket Casts as well. Wherever you're listening from or watching us, thank you very much for watching or listening to us. Enjoy the rest of your day. And as we always say, live long, live long and prosper. And prosper. <laughs>